You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony. In Temple Grandin's new book, The Autistic Brain, Thinking Across the Spectrum, the author uses the latest discoveries in neuroscience to examine her own mind. In this exercise, she demonstrates her ability for lateral associative thinking, a key for her success. She's given a single cue word, manatee. Manatee? Well, I'm actually saying trip to SeaWorld, as I did, and there was a demonstration and a lecture on manatees. I'm now seeing an animal that I saw in the Australia Aquarium that's kind of similar to a manatee. I'm now seeing this green lettuce stuff. They were feeding it on a grate that looked like a gr- something they took off a grill and they stuck lettuce in it. Okay, so now I'm seeing the salad I had at lunch. Okay, you see how I got from manatee to salad? And I was kind of disappointed they didn't put enough oranges and fruit on my lunch. They were kind of chintzy about it. So now I'm seeing another salad from, from Wendy's, at Wendy's apple walnut salad that's actually got a lot more goodies on it and it's a better salad. Okay, you see how I got from manatee to Wendy's salad? It's associative. It is associative. It's visually associative. I'm not a linear thinker. Grandin's book looks at the history of the diagnosis, which has changed radically. Back in the 60s, they used to look at autism strictly as a psychological disorder. That's been totally proven to be wrong. And there's a chapter in the autistic brain on the history of the diagnosis and how every decade or so the psychiatrists kept changing the diagnosis because it's a behavioral profile. Uh, You have certain behaviors. It's not based on a diagnostic test like a genetic marker or something like that. Autism is not a a definitive uh, diagnosis like having tuberculosis. It's more of a spectrum. Grandin believes that as a child, she benefited from being forced to memorize manners and social constructs. Today, we don't pound in the social rules quite the same way, and I think that really hurts some of these mildly autistic individuals because to learn social rules, they have to learn it like being in a play. You just have to be taught. You have to be taught what the culture is in a foreign country, sort of like that. As a scientist, Grandin has a unique perspective on her own condition. Well, I don't want to get cured. In fact, if you cured autism totally, you wouldn't have any people to to even invent stuff like radio stations. Because who do you think made the first stone spear? It wasn't the socials around the campfire, that's for sure. Grandin has made an effort to understand the implications of sensory problems associated with autism. I think it's difficult for a lot of normal people to imagine an alternate sensory reality where a sound that does not bother them would hurt the ears of somebody with autism or dyslexia, uh, where fluorescent lights flicker like a strobe light, the print jiggles on the page. But within the autism spectrum, these sensory issues are exceedingly variable. You know, one kid's got visual sensitivity, another individual may have sound sensitivity, another may have problems with scratchy clothes. And if you want to research these things and research them right and find treatments for sensory issues, which can be very debilitating because they can make it impossible to withstand a normal environment, you've got to diagnose people, okay, does this person have a visual processing problem where they can't tolerate fluorescent lights? This person over here has got a sound sensitivity. We've got to divide them up into their sensory subgroups in order to study them. You can't just look at them under the broad umbrella of autism. Temple Grandin's book, The Autistic Brain, Thinking Across the Spectrum, offers readers a unique opportunity to join a scientist as she embarks on an exploration of her own mind. For The Agony Column, I'm Rick Kleffel. Find out more at agonycolumn.com.
You're listening to the Agony Column News Report, trashotroncom agony.